Destroy! 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 Company! Destroy! 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 Company! Destroy! Destroy! Company! Destroy! Destroy! Company! Destroy! 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 Company! Hello, listeners. Welcome to another week of Ross Purdy Destroys Comedy. I am your host, Ross Purdy Destroys Comedy, and joining me on Zoom is oh, I hope I say this right. Pierre Loggerhead. <laughs> Pierre Loggerhead. Close enough. Close enough. Is it? Where, where, uh, yeah, we'll call it loggerhead because we we're going to be at loggerheads over the serious issues today. Oh I'm not yeah. Not sure what they are yet. Oh, okay. So that's is that where your name comes from? Your family is a contentious bunch. Oh yeah, we 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 love to argue. It's it's all we do. <laughs> okay, Pierre, I, I want the truth right now. I know you've yeah. heard this podcast before. This podcast is nothing but the truth. Oh, right? okay. My bad. Because I've had a few good men on this show, had a few good women on this show. Mm. No non-binaries, though. So what does that say about me? Um, I don't know. Is that a rhetorical question? Should I answer that? I, 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 this is a social cue thing, isn't it? I'm failing. <laughs> I mean, your name's Loggerhead, and apparently you go to Loggerheads a lot. I mean, tell me. It's mainly about missing social cues, I think. I think I end up in a lot of arguments with people that probably didn't need to begin. They were probably just being nice. Okay, that's fair. Mm. And I'll try to remember that for today's show. (laughs) Now, Pierre, let me run down your resume. (laughs) Illustrator, comic book Mm. boy, animation dude. Is this all ringing any bells? Yeah, yeah. There's some, there's some bells, bells ringing. Um, Yeah, I, I guess I do some of that stuff. Yeah, only some. Only some. Yeah, not as much as I probably should. I'm very slow these days. Okay, now is this slow? Are you talking physical slowness or mental slowness or? Um, it's mainly the comic I'm working on at the moment. It's taking me about a week to finish a page, which is not the. Uh, it's not the, It's not the work schedule I should be going at, considering my minimal work. At like office hours at my real job during this uh, this COVID silliness, I should be definitely getting a lot more drawn a lot quicker, and I'm not. Okay, but that if it, if your comic is fifty two pa- fifty two pages, that's fifty two weeks. That's a whole year. Yeah, that's that's pretty much my schedule at this point. I've decided maybe I can put out like yeah one small comic a year. That's exactly. it. Quality over quantity. That's what you want. <laughs> I hope so. 
I mean, I hope that I hope this one's uh, readable. It, it doesn't have words, so that's I've already put up one barrier to readability. Okay, it doesn't have words. Yeah. Now that's fast. Now that's fascinating to me. Mm. As someone who uses a lot of words, I can't fathom mm. the concept of not using words. Yeah, it was, it was a weird choice. I, I finished a graphic novel actually right at the time we were supposed to originally do this interview when I was, when I stuffed you around because I was running around like an idiot trying to get my last book launched. Uh, I yeah had trouble with the printers and all sorts of silliness, but it got done. But I discovered that a comic with dialogue, I realized I hate hearing my own dialogue being read back to me. And I realized that maybe it makes me cringe a little bit. So I'm like, you know what, my next comic, no dialogue, none whatsoever. Just pictures. Okay, now this is all fascinating. And this, and it, this leads into something I might bring up later on. So I won't get into mm. it. But <laughs> let's, let's, go, let's go to the start of your life or your career. If I was writing the Wikipedia article of Pierre Loggerhead, what would I start off with? Also, remember, Wikipedia has a lot of misinformation. Yeah. Oh, good. Then I can just sort of make up lies. Um, this is like Marin. You can, you can be like, who are you guys? I do like to think this show has been kind of like WTF. It's kind of like mm. if every episode of WTF was the one where Gallagher walks out halfway through. I love that episode. It's my favorite one. And that's what I hope um, to achieve. I want this every episode to be everyone's favorite. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. I I don't know. I I'd like I I like to have a good story, but honestly, it's just you know, it's probably like yourself with comedy. It's just something. It's that compulsion. It's that thing you just need to do and. You can't stop yourself from doing it. Like uh, I noticed with you, you can't stop yourself from being funny. Oh, I or at least I, I find everything you do funny. Well, thank you. But this podcast right now, I am at my most serious I've ever been. <laughs> uh, I, I, I have, I have a, I have a very um, big reverence for comedians because I, I struggle with public speaking. That's something that's just something I cannot do. And when I see someone who is able to both do public speaking and like, and tell jokes at the same time and make an audience laugh, that's like watching someone do like magic tricks on roller skates to me. Like, I don't know how you multitasking at the same, like doing both things at the same time. And it's very impressive. I like to think of my comedy as being a bit like that Andrew Lloyd Webber play, Starlight Express. <laughs> it really is like I'm doing magic at the same time as I'm just rolling around on, on skates. <laughs> Less like the movie Cats. Less like the movie Cats. There's no, like... There is a lot of cat buttholes, though. <laughs> but... I... 
I noticed uh, I had to listen to a couple of shows. I noticed there was a common thread. I wanted to get up to speed, like a couple of common threads. Discussion of the movie Requiem for a Dream, which I, I wanted to watch to prepare for this and decided against because I thought it might bum me out. I, I've only seen one Darren Aronofsky film, which was um, Black Swan, which was really disappointing because I watched it in a double feature with March of the Penguins and I thought it would be more of the same. It, yeah, man, yeah, same thing. I might have seen the same double feature as you. Because <laughs> I'm like, I'm thinking, okay, Mila Kunis, Natalie Portman, that scene mm. with it, there's going to be a scene apparently where they're dressed up as penguins. There, yeah. wasn't, there wasn't. They were just making out or something like that. No, this isn't them dressed up yeah. as penguins. There was a lot more, there were a lot more fingernails getting pulled out in uh, Black Swan than there were in March of the Penguins, I found. Yeah, but if you look at the footage that they made it to the cutting room floor of March of the Penguins, <laughs> penguins are notorious <laughs> for ripping each other's like fingernails off. Gets a bit raunchy. You should see the stuff that made it that didn't make it into into Happy Feet. Oh man, I, don't get me started. Don't get me started. <laughs> Out of control, you know. And that, and um, I'm, I'm wondering where you're at currently with your situation with um, Joe Rogan with getting your title. Okay, thank you. I don't have to bring it up. So this no, podcast I, was I originally called the, this podcast was originally called the Joe Rogan Experience. Long time <laughs> listeners know that. I've made it very clear from the start. <laughs> and it should be. I don't know why it isn't, but Joe Rogan's people, they came back to me and said, You can't call your podcast that. That said, doesn't really? sound fair. Just cause just because some guy's name is Joe Rogan doesn't mean he should have ownership of the Joe Rogan experience. Exactly. Oh, no. Thank you. Thank you. I wish I had you on my side when I was like doing some yeah. back and forths between me and yeah, these exactly. people. Yeah, I, 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 have, I have a uh, degree in fine arts. Uh, it's not going to, it's no, it's no law degree. In fact, it's, yeah, it's not that useful at all in an argument with anyone. But hey, you still have your soul. So there's that. Yeah, yeah, there's that, there's that. But, um, but also, Austin Legal would be a Joe less... Rogan title. Yeah, no Joe Rogan. Because I wanted to be on the Joe Rogan experience, but I don't want to talk to Joe Rogan. He seems unpleasant. Thank you. And that was sort of my thinking as well, because I think mm. a lot of us would want to go on Joe Rogan. Just mm. the fact that you just wouldn't want to talk to Joe Rogan. You want to talk yeah. to him like, okay, what was it like working with Phil Hartman on news radio? He'll just be going mm. off about DMTs and, and, and doing reps at the gym. And I'm like, no, no joke. Yeah. And the alien stuff. I don't know. I got no yeah. time for the alien stuff. Got no time. Mm. But it's the, it's the same. Like I, I, I want to go on Ellen, but I don't want to have to speak to Ellen DeGeneres. No, or dance. She would not want to speak to you either, apparently. Yeah. I reckon the title Ellen might be up for grabs at this point for your show. Then I could be on Ellen. That is interesting, right? I mean, mm. okay, there's that replace Ellen with Eric Andre campaign. What if mm. you turned it around, mate, replace Ellen with Ross Purdy? Amazing. 
I, that's okay, that's, that's TV I would watch. Now I ain't much of a dancer, hmm. so I can't do the dancing. Get rid of the dancing. No one needs the dancing. But I can have a seething Just... undercurrent of resentment towards my guests. So <laughs> I got that covered. Perfect. Perfect. That's that's what we want. That's what we want in a show. We want seeding and seeding undercurrent of like real hatred towards your audience as well. Like yeah. do things like plant secret cameras where you can just insult and embarrass them. I think she didn't go far enough. She could have been planting cameras like in the toilets and then making fun of people's bowel movements or something. She really just, you know, not, not enough of a bully, I think, Ellen. That's, that's my stance on it. She, she didn't go hard enough. No, she wants to get fired, but mm. she wants to get fired. She needs to, like, fill up some people or something, you know? Yeah, exactly. Anyway, th- th- those are my hot takes for the show. <laughs> okay, that was Pierre's hot takes. Woo! Here's right. some cold cuts with some cold salami. <laughs> so you felt the need. You felt that need to, to draw, to create, to make worlds. Hmm. Uh, yeah. Something like that. And sometimes when you... Uh, I honestly don't know. I just... It's something I can do that I constantly do. At some point... Like it's like I, I got obsessed with a lot of things over time. Like I tried my hand at uh, tennis for a period. I was very, very obsessed with tennis. Realized I was not going to go pro. At, at the same time, I realized I was not going to go pro. I also realized I didn't own a tennis racket. Okay, that that, that, that would help. No. But, but I, I'd certainly watched enough that I feel like if you gave me a tennis racket, like I, w- I would be the equivalent of all the people who watch lots of martial arts movies and I'm pretty sure they could, they could uh, fight off a gang in the streets. Okay, so, so this Wikipedia article, this will say martial arts and tennis the same. Yep. That's your... That's not good at either. Can't do either. Not good at either. But you are good at illustrating and drawing and comic books and draw, drawing up posters. Yeah, I enjoy the posters. Yeah, I, this is how I know you. <laughs> yes. Your posters have been possibly the most fun I've had doing... Uh, posters for shows because i think of of the people i draw posters for you probably come up with the best ideas for posters very vivid and very thought out yeah a lot of it's just what if this thing exploded out of another thing and like blood amazing that's it Uh, and it works actually i remembered something earlier because i don't usually get you know, Instagram likes outside of, you know, other, other people who draw and stuff. But the one, the one um, post I did that got a like from a pop star was I put up a bit, 
of your Ross Purdy's a clown baby picture on Instagram. And you know the pop singer Clary Brown? Maybe. Either way, yeah. Yeah, she liked that one. I was like, I wonder if she's a Ross Purdy fan. Maybe she is, and I don't know. Mm. Yeah, she'll be in your, she'll be in your uh, audience somewhere. Because, yeah, that one came out of nowhere. Hmm, that's good to know. That's good to know. Yeah, you got, you got fans in high places. So what's it like to know that these shows you draw posters for often end up getting half-star reviews? Amazing. It's, it's similar to the TV shows I wrote jokes for. Uh, those, joke, those joke shows were for? Uh, for Channel 31, for nobody. I remember getting the, the, most, the most I heard from one of the sketch comedy shows we made on Channel 31 was someone texted me and said, I just saw you die on TV. And I don't know if it's because there was a scene where I died in the episode, but it could also just be me not being funny. Oh, what if it was both? Uh, you wouldn't want it to be both. No, no. That's just insult and injury. It's just, you know, it's on top of on top of on top, you know? Yeah. It's fair. I probably shouldn't be doing joke writing. I, I pretty much leave the jokes now out of my comics because I'm worried, like, if I do comics with unfunny jokes, I'll be like a, a non-racist Mark Knight. Okay, but the world needs a non-racist Mark Knight, so reconsider this position. <laughs> Just a guy who does unfunny comics. <laughs> but isn't racist. Mm. And I think they'll push you forward. Mm. It's like, yeah, I'm not funny, but I'm also not racist, so cool. That works. That works. Yeah. Perfect. So half the reason I brought you on and... Mm. I brought up the posters. So I have yeah. commissioned some work from you before. Mm. I'm looking to make and pitch a cartoon. Okay. So stay with me here. Yep, sure. You know that Michael Cusack guy? Yeah, yeah. It's Siggy Butt Brain. Yeah, so he's got a, he got a show on Adult Swim. And I'm looking at him yeah. thinking, oh, I can get a show on Adult Swim. So I'm just, now he's my competitor. I'm competing with him. Until he That's finally agrees to be on this podcast, then we can be friends. Mm. But until then, mm. we're enemies. Yeah. Well, yeah, fair enough. You know, it's, what, what do they say? What do the nerds all say? Iron sharpens iron. You know, you're both, you're both funny guys. You should be you should be competing with each other. Yeah, so I've written half a pilot, but I'm looking mm. for some like illustration and animation animation form. Mm. And how would you, how good would you say you are at voice work too? Because we, we this is going to be a cheap show. Um, <laughs> I am <laughs> terrible at voice work. Okay, um, but you don't, I don't need. Know, uh, you don't need good voice work. Since this is an Adult Swim cartoon, we don't have to put F in mm. it. We can just speak in monotones and just improvise and see where it goes. And After mm. Effects. I don't, know if you're among, 
Yeah. I don't know if you were among the ones of people who, who saw my uh, Channel 31 animated series. But... Um, Rocket Cat. Took, Cat like, Rocket. Yeah. Rocket Boy. I, I, I remember sitting in a room filled with all the other comedians who were involved in the show and there was dead silence. And, like, I know when I've done bad because even the comedians didn't want to rip on me <laughs> for doing a bad job. Okay, this, I, is, I, this is new. This is Blue Skies we're thinking now. This is going <laughs> to be, I reckon, a sequel to a uh, cat made of rockets. Was the cat, was the cat <laughs> made of rockets? That's what it should have been. All right. I yeah. want to make a new one. Cat made of rockets. Okay, hold on a sec. Let me just get this up. All right, yep. <clears throat> oh, here we go. It's high tech. So right now I've got the pilot script. This cartoon mm. called Patched the Leprechaun. <laughs> Amazing. Now, I don't know. You said you're not good at voice acting. So maybe I'll just do the voices and you can read the stage directions. We can do it a little okay. read. See where it goes. All right. Brilliant. Patch, uh, should I start now? Yeah, we can start. Three, two, one. All right. Patch the Leprechaun in Shell Rocked. Exterior, beach, oceanside. At a lovely Melbourne, Melbourne beach, the sun is setting as we see lush ocean waves. The camera pans to the right as we see animals of the sea frolicking playfully. The camera notices a whale as it leaps up in the air, splashing as it switches to a free willy style slow-mo. This is abruptly cut short as the whale's head is blown off by a shotgun. The camera then switch, swishes to the sands where Patch, armed with a shotgun, celebrates in triumph. Yes! Yeah, baby. Take that, you stupid whale. Take an old trip to Dead Town. Population you, courtesy of me. Is there good health care in Dead Town? No, because that will be redundant. <laughs> A young beachgoer is now beside Patch and looks shocked and traumatized. You killed that poor whale. Oh, get off it. That whale's now doing better than it ever was alive. <laughs> now the whale has no head. Oh, no. Heads aren't good for whales. Everyone knows that. It's basic science. The child runs off crying as Patch goes after him to call out to him. Damn millennial snowflake can't even handle a little sea carcass. I hope your next participation trophy is a whale's head. That'll teach you. <laughs> a lifeguard is now on the other side of Patch. Feeling this, Patch then turns around to face the lifeguard. How you doing, Chet? Okay, okay. We need you to be Chet right now. Okay. Patch, how many times do I have to tell you you can't come to the beach and shoot whale after whale? Families come here. Damn it, I know, Chet. Well, I tried your suggestion, but by the time I let the whales out of the cage, once I got to the woods, they were already dead. 
It's only fun when they're defenseless. I'm not that defenseless. You need to leave. Come on. You're supposed to be a lifeguard. It's not my fault you weren't doing your job and let those whales get murdered. Get out of here, Patch. Chet begins chasing Patch. Patch runs much faster and loses Chet quickly. You're bad at your job. (laughs) Patch trips over a seashell. He yelps in pain, then gets up annoyed. What in the John Sammy Newman? (laughs) Patch inspects the shell. When he begins to have a flashback, the screen swirls back to the past at another beach. An older man who looks similar to Patch with a walking stick in one hand is holding a seashell in another when a little toddler Patch looks up at him. Patch, my little Gizmod, when God blotted out the beauty and majesty, majesty of this great sea ocean from his retrofitted univolver, he gave us the ability to hear the sea sweet screams of pain if we put a shell in our ears. Here, come closer. Patch's dad gets a patch, gets Patch to get his ear closer to the shell. Closer, closer, closer. <laughs> <laughs> Patch's dad begins beating Patch's skull with the seashell. That's of having the last of my Cocoa Pop, laddie. You know I wanted that little toy giraffe for my collection. The screen swirls back to the present as Patch begins to aim the shell towards his ear. All right. I think that's at least five minutes. Hmm. Yeah. And I think we can stretch. Yeah. I think we can stretch all that out to like eleven. Yeah. Ah, 11. Who needs 11 whole minutes? You're right. We can... We can just animate, like, a little bit. And then the mm. rest of it will be the Zoom conversation of us talking about where the direction of the, of the show was going. Mm. I feel like that's... Like, I, I feel like Kevin Smith would do that. He could... You know, he can do something like that. Although not quite. Did you ever see that movie where the guy gets turned into the the thing, whatever that Kevin Smith horror movie was? It was. I didn't enjoy it. Oh, he turned. The end, he turned into Michael Park. Yeah. <laughs> at the end, at the end, uh, it just cuts to some audio of Kevin Smith and his friend laughing at you for having watched the movie. I feel like a lot of Kevin Smith films kind of metaphorically end with him laughing at us for watching it. Yeah. This is the I only think time so where too. it's been very uh, literal. Hmm. Well, I enjoyed that. I, 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 I like the idea, idea of Patch, Patch the Leprechaun. I think that's got, got some legs. Yeah, it got some legs. I reckon we can pack that up. We can go over to the U.S. now, baby. Let's pitch this thing. <laughs> or at least, let's pitch, at least let's pitch, pitch, pitch the leprechaun. <laughs> pitch the leprechaun. Pitch, pitch, pitch patch the leprechaun. <laughs> yeah, that sounds good. Um, Ideas for... Yeah, no, I, don't, I don't think I've ever drawn a leprechaun before. Okay, well, so we're stretching. We're stretching yourself. Hmm. Maybe maybe it, it doesn't need to look like a what? No, I I can't even picture a leprechaun in my head right now. I should be. 
I'm just picturing that uh, the the wrestler Hornswoggle. Yeah, I think we get Hornswoggle in. <laughs> we can get him to that would be get amazing. Him, get him to wear like a motion capture suit, <laughs> and we can like rotoscope off that, and maybe he can do the oh, voice. Yeah. Give us some... films. yeah, yeah, yeah. And we get Hornswoggle to do the voices patch. That will give us a little bit of star power. Hmm. And then to pad out the rest of the 11 minutes, you could go Linklater style and just have Patch talk to some of his mates about the meaning of life for the remainder of the show. Yeah, that's good. That's good. And then sniffing the tears, uh, driver's seat plays for like the duration. <laughs> it's not bad. It's not bad. I'm thinking this is going to last at least 11 seasons. Are you ready to commit to that? <laughs> to 11 seasons. 11 seasons. Oh. Sure, why not? And we have to work yeah. with a very low budget, and we're going to skimp on everything. So mm. chances are there's going to be a lot of weeks where you call me up and say, hey, man, I'm doing like the drawings and stuff over here. I ain't getting paid. And I'm like, don't worry. You'll get paid. You'll get paid. And I have to keep telling you, don't worry, don't worry. You'll get paid. You'll get paid. But, um, yeah, it'll just be this uh, merry-go-round. Hmm. Where eventually you will get paid, but a little bit. Yeah. It was, yeah, could be worse. Could be, could be working for Ren and Stimpy. Now that is true. That is true. Mm. Okay. yeah, that's a that's a toxic workplace. I feel like. Okay, so we are, are put in from the start. No mm. John K esque behavior. Yeah. Yeah. Like, look, we're not. You won't get paid, but you also won't won't get treated the way John K might treat you. And I think that'll be enough for people. Yeah. Be nice to you, you just won't get paid. But you'll have the best friends in the world. And you can play ping pong occasionally and drink some beers. But you'll have to <laughs> but you'll have to pay for the beers because we're not gonna pay you. Yeah, it's like it's like Google without the paycheck. Yes, thank you. I was thinking when I was writing Patch to Leprechaun, this is gonna be like Google. Google the cartoon. <laughs> Google the cartoon. <laughs> that, that, that'll be how we write. All the rest of the scripts will just be written in predictive Google search text. Yes. Okay. Now you're thinking. Now you're thinking. And this will be good to put in the show Bible when we pitch it to the network. Mm. Mm. So you know how I mean, we have this thing started? The rest of it is going to be done by Google, baby. Yeah, why not? It's, it's there. It's a tool, you know? It's time for Google to start giving back. Giving back to entertainment. Yes, yes. Does Google have a streaming service yet? Everyone else has tried one. Uh, Google is Apple, isn't it? Or it's close, adjacent? Oh, maybe it is. I don't know. It's Apple TV. Mm, yeah, there is Apple TV. Have they got good stuff? What do they got on Apple TV? I don't know. Uh, a lot of apples. Mm. No oranges. 
No oranges. That's a problem. I prefer oranges to apples. Okay. I like apples. So, see, that's what makes this creative partnership work. I'm apples, mm. you're oranges. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, no, I, I like the ideas. I like. I, I keep it coming. I think. I think the this this leprechaun show. I think. I think most shows need to start with something getting its head shot off on a beach. Yes. I think if Baywatch had started every episode that way, it would still be running. Yes, thank you. None of the slow-mo uh, Playboy playmates walking in slow-mo. No, no. All that, all that nonsense. David Hasselhoff should have just had his head blown off. Hmm. Oh, I wish every show started with David Hasselhoff having his head blown off. You know, Knight Rider almost did start mm. off every episode like that. So he, wrote, <laughs> he wrote in his contract that it couldn't. So it's a little weird. That's a shame. In, industry secret. Hmm. I'm, yeah. I'm curious. I'm curious. Um, you, you look a lot younger than me, but your references feel a lot older. <laughs> You you got the you got the the eighties and nineties down. You know you know your Baywatches from your something else's. I don't know. How from old your new Baywatch with the Rock. How, I how old have you no going? idea. I feel like you're in your twenties. Wrong. Seriously. I'm forty-eight. Forty-eight. <laughs> How old are you? You 48? No, I'm 38. Oh, okay. That's almost 48. Yeah, it's almost 48. Getting there. We too old to be making this cartoon? Should we be making something more mature or? Um, like, uh, like more, more in the, the, the realm of like, uh, Darren Aronofsky style cartoon like what what he would make yeah should we make like a requiem for a dream for cartoon mm. i heard um mother ends with a baby getting eaten or something spoiler yep. alert yeah baby's neck gets snapped jeez so you know and it's supposed to be a metaphor for the bible or something yeah is it right <laughs> Well, um, so well, that, that, that in a cartoon, cause you know, you know, that's, that's, that's the sort of lofty stuff that adult cartoon makers make. Yeah. Well, you know, Jennifer Connelly and that other woman going ass to ass with a dildo while a bunch of business, sweaty businessmen, you know, shout ass to ass. That's also a metaphor for the Bible. Yeah. yeah it's, it's very biblical. I, I, it's a, it's just a, it's another book I haven't read. I, I, I need to, I need to get up, up to date on my bestsellers. I'll add the Bible to the list. Okay. It's, let me sum it up for you. Yep. Jesus was alive. Mm. He then dies. Okay. 
all right, I'll, now I can put that behind. I, I, I have a couple of uh, uh, John Grisham's and Ian Banks's and uh, Stig Larson's to read. Now I can get to them first. Although I feel like they'll be largely the same thing. Yeah, they are. They really are. So, you want any other ideas for this show, or you're fully on board? Mm, I'm fully on board. I, I feel like this is this is uh, this is the kind of thing that can't fail. It cannot fail. Hmm. This is a million dollar idea. The kids, the kids are crying out for leprechauns. Okay. Now, will this beat Michael Cusack? It might be John Cusack. Right, because he doesn't even have a cartoon. No. And he shouldn't. He's, he's too handsome for cartoons. Yeah, he need to get his face out there in front of a camera. Yeah, he's got a real face for live action. He's got a face for live action, not a voice. His voice mm. is very sort of... It could be anyone's voice. Yeah, yeah, that's... But the face. We don't need that. But the face. The face. That's where it's at. If I were I to know, say... Um, yeah, sorry, I interrupted you. No, don't worry. I was only going to say... If, I was going to say, if I was to say anything, hmm. it will be like, Don Cusack is a handsome face. Fair enough. I... Something, something... High fidelity. Yep. I agree. But furthermore, no, no, not, not bringing anything to the table. I'm not bringing any ideas to the table. That is me in your writer's room. If I'm allowed in the writer's room with all the comedians, I will bring nothing to the table. I can promise that. This, this is my job interview right now. Like I'll bring nothing to the table, but I promise I will laugh at all the writers' jokes. Yes. But I'll bring the... no good ideas. Good, good. I feel like we need someone just to laugh at everything we say. Yeah, just to build up just that a hype man. Yeah, yeah. They like the flavor, flavor like of the writers. Yeah, they don't. They don't have enough hype. Hype men, just building them up. You know, they they tell a joke and it and it lands flat, but then. I'll come in and I'll be like, no, no, that was good. That was good. Yeah, you're doing good. And I'll, you know, wave them on. Right. And that will just make us use every idea. <laughs> There'll be no, like, <laughs> discerning. And then we just slap everything into a blender. Yep. And it just comes out, like, completely nonsensical. Perfect for stoners. Perfect for the Adult Swim audience. There we go. It's it's good comedy to use every joke, every idea not, you have. Not, yeah, every idea you have. That's good comedy. No, first thought, best thought. Second thought, also the best thought. That's going to yeah. be the model of this show. <laughs> yeah, every idea you've ever had is good. I'm feeling. I'm feeling this is going to be good. This is going to be good idea. Mm. Is there any other uh, illustrators yeah. you know that might be interested in you know, coming on board, helping with the animation for this thing? Mind you, there's going to be I, very little animation. I think all of them. I'm going to suggest it to all of them because I think, I think 
if there's one thing illustrators like, it's working for free. Yes. And if nothing else, I feel like these character designs, these animations, it's just going to be mostly like moving clip art. Yeah. So it's not going to be super fluid or anything like that. It's just going to be like gliding clip art across the, across the screen. Oh, yeah. So it's, it's, it's in my wheelhouse. That's the kind of animation I do. I, I, in fact, uh, the, the uh, Channel 31 stuff I did, I couldn't even watch it back when I made it. I dragged clip art across the screen. That I, I drew the clip art, to be fair, but I don't. I didn't know what it would look like until I exported it. That's that's the mark of a true of a true animator that you just you don't even you don't even check. And this show is going to be a sequel to Cat Made of Rockets. Mm. Remember that. Yeah, because it was a leprechaun before or something. Right, yes. So the leprechaun was born a cat. Mm. Along the way, found a, got some, a pot of gold, and that pot of gold turned that cat into a leprechaun. And that's lore, and that's backstory, and that's great to have in our show Bible. When we go yeah. Hundred percent, hundred percent, and yeah, the thing with show bibles is, yeah, you just same as comedy. You put every idea in the show bubble, every oh, yeah. in the show bible, not the show bubble, the show bible. The show bubble's a whole another thing. Yeah, that's when the show's um, on the bubble, or whether or not it could get cancelled or not. And we won't get cancelled because yeah. we have eleven seasons. Exactly. That's of that's course. more seasons than Seinfeld. Exactly. We'll get some. We'll negotiate for eleven seasons, like how Rick and Morty mm. negotiated for seventy episodes. Mm. Got eleven seasons. Then they're stuck with us, baby. Yeah. Well, the way that one adult swim show apparently it had they got they negotiated for ninety nine seasons before they got kicked off. Wait, that happens. Uh, at least in one. Guy's opinion. I, I I feel like I shouldn't be bringing this one up. I'm gonna get in trouble. Oh, I get what you mean now, and I think mm. I get what you're trying to say in terms of our show. Mm. We need to put in some alt right propaganda into this show and get <laughs> get some controversy. There we go. <laughs> So it shouldn't be, uh, yeah, we can edit that bit out. Uh, I feel like that was a little bit, too <laughs> it's a little bit too, too much mental pipe that needed to be laid there. Oh, you know what? Either way, someone's going to be pissed off and this show can use it. Yeah, yeah. The show can... needs the controversy. Mm. Yeah, we get, bring the controversy, you know. Um... It, we'll drop some hot takes. Um, there's we'll a hot take. Um, then we'll be surprised mm, when maybe. when we have the controversy because we're like, whoa, what? This would have been fine like <laughs> 10 years ago. Yeah. But now, oh, geez. Yeah, you know, here's one to take to Twitter. Uh, Matt Damon should have been cast in the live action Mulan as Mulan. Okay, whoa. I just think, whoa. Yeah. Okay, you're tweeting stuff like that, man. 
you yeah. gotta you gotta get some freaking eyeballs just popping up like what is going on yeah. right now it's it's gonna get hot on the internet you know people there are people who who agree that that matt damons are underrepresented straight white matt damons are underrepresented in hollywood and should be having more roles right all the bisexual black matt damons they're getting all the gigs. They're getting all the gigs, man. Yeah. And too many are going, yeah, too many are going to the, uh, the non-Matt Damons. I the, know. The Afflecks and the such. Should we hire Matt Damon to be a voice in this show? Of course. Definitely. Of course. Hire Matt Damon to be all the voices in the show. Except for Patch, who's going to be voiced by Hornswoggle. Yes. And I'll be the star and... power. Yeah. Not Matt Damon. And <laughs> the actual nah. star. Yeah. All, all the other voices, Matt Damon. Doesn't matter. Sound effects, Matt Damon. Yes, sound effects. It's good. And I'll save on folly work. Mm. And, you know, trying to source sounds from online and stuff. We just get Matt Damon to make noises with his mouth. Yeah. Why not? He, he, he doesn't, he doesn't, he doesn't have anything better to do. No. And who knows? He might have some Michael Winslow-esque talents that he's been hiding all these years. Oh, Michael Winslow. Now there's a, we need to get him in too. Not, not to do any voices or any noises, just, just in the writer's room, I think. To, yeah, just to pitch to some, ideas. some good ideas. Yeah, I think he's got some good ideas. Yeah, so far, this writer's room, it's got me, it's got you as a hype man, Michael Winslow. Yeah. Oh, and, um, no, lost his name. The guy who did the West Wing, I think, I think, you know, people have forgotten about him. Aaron Sorkin. Yeah, Aaron, yeah, get Aaron, Aaron Sorkin, Sorkin on. He'll be our other, he'll be our other writer. Good, I'm feeling it. I'm feeling it. Yeah. Cause yeah, I think I think I think he would bring a lot a lot of good jokes to the table. If there's one thing I know about Aaron Sorkin, it's it's that he's his joke writing is ab- above all others. It's impeccable. It's impeccable. Yeah. Like I don't know, whatever that what did he write? Other than West Wing, uh, uh, the Big uh, Bang Theory. Yeah, I think you wrote on that. I think you yeah. wrote Social Network. Mm. Uh, Two and a Half Men. Yeah, that was him too. Mm. He wrote all the zingers. Yeah. Charlie said. Yeah, uh, I, think this, I think this writers' room is sorted, and we only need like four yeah. people. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Oh, I think, yeah, yeah. Just, just the four guys. Just, just, what was it? You, me, Aaron Sorkin, Michael Winslow. Yeah. That's, that's perfect. But for the sake of diversity, I think also Matt Damon. Yes, thank you. And it helps us save money because we're having them double up. Hmm. We're only paying for one thing, and we're not going to pay anyone, mm. by the way. Yeah, no. No, no one's getting paid. 
there's one thing I know about all of those people. They're, they like to work for free. Yes, but it's all about the art. It's all about the art for Damon, Winslow, Sorkin. Mm. They're true artists. Now, I don't know. Is there anything else we need to go through before we go pitch this thing? Because I'm feeling good. I'm feeling ready. Mm. I don't know. Um, do we have any? Do we have any messages we need to put in the show? I don't know. Okay, yeah, we agreed that we need some alt-right propaganda to get some controversy. Mm. Oh, yeah, that's it. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, don't know. I don't know what kind of propaganda you put in there. It's, uh, um, hey, if we get, bl- get cancelled, should we just blame Tim Heidecker? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Yeah. No, the, yeah, something... I wish I wish I knew what what the alt right are up to these days. Are they are they still a thing? They're still around. They're still around. They're mm. kind of like just off in the corner, still doing their thing. Mm. Are they are they the ones who like to put gate after words, and then it becomes a thing on the internet? Well, Is they love them? they love PizzaGate. Oh yeah. They're the people who love just thinking like everything's to do with pedophilia. Hmm. And yeah, oh, that's unfortunate. Where were they on Ren and Stimpy? Right. They could yeah. have done Ren and Stimpy Gate. Yeah. Well, they only care about pedophilia when it's for like dolls. Ah. Uh. So John K. John Kay actually grooming real under, underage girls. That's okay mm. for them. Dan Harmon humping yeah. a baby doll. That's the thing they focus on. <laughs> now that's the thing, oh, man. Yeah. We can't... Actual real pedophilia, they don't give a shit about. So what we need to do yeah. here is film ourselves just doing stuff to like a, like a toy. Okay. And that'll be it. That, that, that's that, the direction that, it had to go, yeah. Yeah. Ah, oh, it's sad times. Nah, yeah, you're right. We don't, we don't need a message. I don't, think, I don't think the kids are ready for shows with a message. You've talked me out of it. Okay, all right. Well, other than that, do we need anything else? Just product placement. Lots of product oh, placement. Yes, thank you. Axe body spray. Yep. Axe body perfume. Mm. Axe body sewer system. And we swap it out, you know, regionally. Obviously, we've got we've got our Lynx version, our uh, Hungry Jacks to a to their uh, Burger King. Their Burger King, yeah. Our Lynx to their accents. We can do that. Definitely, body spray is just something everyone needs in a cartoon. I, I always like the idea of working with a, working on a cartoon and people go, you know what? That cartoon was so good slash bad, I could smell it. Either way, oh. if it's good or bad, it doesn't matter as long as it, it causes someone to smell something. Yes, emotional smell or physical smell. Mm-hmm. 
any sort of smell. Yeah. Because, yeah, I just think people, people need to know their entertainment is, like, it's eliciting a physical response. Yes, yes. This is good. This is good stuff. Mm. We all put this in the show Bible and we use it to pitch the show. Yeah. Our, our list of uh our list of uh yeah product placements that we want that needs to go into the show bible just write down all the brands we've ever heard of that's what we need to do any and all you're right you're right don't be picky you know beggars can't be choosers no, no. you know we, you know because if we're just thinking oh what are the kids like what, what are the kids then we'll just go for hip young people brands like like uh roger david and uh i don't know the other the other thing kids like jeans west yeah medicare medicare <laughs> and the other one the the private version medibank yeah no, yeah oh. medicare medibank we we'll promote both private healthcare, public healthcare. People can make their choice, but the important thing is that we're promoting all of it on the show. Right, and I think the majority of the show should be ads. Yes, no character. 100%. I think Pat should be staring at the camera and just constantly selling things. Like they'll save up thinking of storylines too. Yeah, and in every shot, Pat should have branding of different things on his outfit, but the branding should change each shot. So, yeah, like, one shot, he's got Coca-Cola on his T-shirt, and then the next shot, he's got Pepsi. You get some real bang for our bucks. Hmm. I think so. We need... We're not trying to... We're, we're trying to make art here and the, the true meaning of art is money and product placement. It's commerce, man. Mm. Art and commerce, you know, they meet in the middle. Mm. And then commerce just, just wins. It just needs to, you know, that's, that's why anyone wakes up in the morning and goes, why am I going to make something? Cause I want that sweet, sweet Monsanto money. Yeah, sweet, that sweet sort of, uh, that BP oil money. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, if you, yeah, BP, Exxon, all of it. We, we want that. Exxon Mobil, baby, Exxon Mobil. Yeah. That's what we need. Yeah. All right, it sounds like we've got a show. Yeah, I'm happy with the direction this is going. Mm -hmm. You can take so, this to some high-powered executives. Yeah, my people will talk to your people. We can set up a meeting with some um, some high-ups. Mm. We get this thing on if, the air. Yeah. If your people happen to come back to you and tell you that my people sounded like me putting on an English accent, tell them to not be mean okay, and try calling to... me again. Okay. And I'll do a different accent. Okay, yeah, okay, cool. Yeah. So, Pierre, log ahead. You have anything yep. to plug? 
Uh, I mean, people can go to my Instagram page. Uh, it's at Pierre Draws Stuff. And it's all one word, no hyphens, no punctuation or anything, because that's just how I roll when I write. I don't believe in punctuation. Oh, wow. You're words, no spaces. So the internet works well for me. But yes, at Pierre Draws Stuff on Instagram, it's pretty much the only place I do anything on the internet because I'm terrified of Facebook and Twitter, so I, I, I don't go on them. Yep, yep. Instagram. Do it for the gram. Yeah. I'm sure that'll become just as scary, but it's the least scary social one at the moment, I think, for me. All right, and I'm going to take the time now to plug these T-shirts, man. Now, the listeners might not, might not be able to see it, but right now I'm wearing a Ross Perry Destroys Comedy T-shirt. That, as well as a Ross Perry Destroys Com- Will Destroy Comedy hoodie, mm. is available alongside a Ross Perry Kentucky, red, red Ross Perry Kentucky Fry T-shirt. You can get all that by going on my Facebook or going on my Instagram, Ross Parody Will Destroy Comedy, and just give me, just give me a private message. And we can sort something out. 33 bucks for the shirts, hmm. 40 for the hoodie. It's a pretty good deal. It's good looking stuff. I think everyone should be repping those at your next, at your next show. Which will be 2023, as we all know. Yeah, 2023, when comedy comes back. That's when, yeah, Dave Hughes will allow all comedians back into clubs. Yeah, is he, is he yeah. that dictator Dave people are talking about? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, it's some, it's some guy from Melbourne who doesn't, who, who's, who's, who's not letting anyone do comedy. And it's not Giannopoulos. No, he's just not letting people do wog comedy. Yeah. <laughs> what? Yeah. What's he trying to do? Is he trying to bankrupt the comics lounge? Yeah, that's exactly that's exactly his plan. He's the only person who can do wog-based humour. So comics lounge, mm. it's out of here. Yeah. Oh, if if someone manages to trademark doing comedy about their perceived differences between men and women, the comics lounge will have no more acts they'll be able to have on stage. It'll be really, it'll be a sad day for observational humor. And comedy will be destroyed. Yeah. So Pierre, sh- so yeah. Pierre, you ever thought of changing yeah. your name to P.U.? I have, I, I, it, it was hard to spell. I couldn't decide on a spelling. Thank you, Pierre Loggerhead, for being on the podcast. Thank you. I hope I wasn't too stilted. No, no. I'm just thinking you should change your name to, to P.U. Mm. I know, it's... We we didn't even do the career advice segment. I, I, I enjoyed the career advice segment in the other shows of yours I've listened to. 
because I had all sorts of career advice planned. Okay, sure. What advice do you have for all the people out there that want to get into your career? Not for me. I was thinking about for, for stand-up comedians. I saw a YouTube page where a guy uh, clearly has friends of his. It's planted in an audience and all his YouTube videos say that he's destroying hecklers. And I think, I think that would be, I think that's great for comedy careers. Just, just plant your friends in the audience, get them to heckle you, and then you destroy them with, with prepared uh, comebacks. I think that's good advice for all comedians. And because I'm on a pod comedy podcast and I'm also not a professional comedian, I'm the right person to be giving this advice. Yes, you are. But and you can take you that to the bank. And that's the advice <laughs> you can only take seriously from him once he changes his name to PU. Yep. And exactly. that was free and that was free times, and that's comedy. Exactly. And that's how you do it. Stick to your comics, mate. Prosperity does not dominate!